Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today. So, uh, how are we doing? Hmm? How are we doing with one another? That's what we've been looking at late. It's all, um, well, many, many so far to this point of the very passages that speak of one another. And as we're seeing, there's a lot of them. Uh, even the way that they are structured is sort of interesting because uh, I've been looking at this for uh, several years now with several purposes in mind and just gleaning different things and seeing different things of one another. And in looking at it this time, I'm just amazed, uh, even the book of Romans, you know, I thought I was going to go to one portion of the book of Romans and just see what it said about one another. And we've been here chapter after chapter after chapter because it builds on itself and it's talking about one another. And so I want us to continue in Romans 15. And we're just looking at this one element. Romans itself is just an amazing study. Uh, we actually do it in our local Bible studies. Haven't done it in several years now. But when we do it uh, in these Bible studies, it takes about... Um, well, about 45 weeks, I think, to uh, to get through it. It is a, a wonderful, marvelous study. It really is the foundation of our faith. So in the 15th chapter of Romans, verse 1, it says this, Now we who are strong ought to bear the weaknesses of those without strength and not just please ourselves. We've seen this concept already of the weaker brother, the stronger brother. Remember that, that type of idea and the idea of being uh, so often people think that, well, the strong brothers, the ones that's got all the rules and regulations and lives by them. No, no, no. Scripture calls them weaker. <coughs> Scripture says the weaker brother is the one who eats only vegetables because he's scared of, you know, he may eat something that was offered to a pagan god. And that's not what we see. The, the stronger brother is the one that has, uh, uh, that knows that he has freedom, that he has liberty. But he comes back home to this thought and he says the ones who are strong ought to bear the weakness. In other words, endure, put up with the weaknesses of those without strength and not just please ourselves. We shouldn't come back and say, well, you're weak. You're driving me crazy. So get over it. No, 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 no. We don't do that. Verse two, he says this. Each of us is to please his neighbor for his good to his edification. So he uh, talks in verse one about uh, the true one another's, those who are of the body of Christ who are the organism of Christ. He says we are to bear the ones who are stronger, to bear those that are weaker. What we find out is that we're all strong in some things and we're all weak in some things. That's one of the reasons that we need one another. And then in verse 2, he's mentioning the neighbor. He doesn't mention necessarily that they're truly saved. He says, but please your neighbor and do what is good for them to their edification. Then verse 3, for even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written... The reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. He quotes the Old Testament right here of what the Lord Jesus Christ did, that he took on the reproaches of those who reproached him. He took on the sins of the, his very creation and the ones that were going to and did kill him. He took on their sins. Now, listen to this. Verses, uh, verse 4 and well, really verse 4, 5, and 6, which is I'm hoping to get through here, these are very, very familiar to us. But now do you understand the context? Let me start at verse 1 again. Now we who are strong ought to bear the weaknesses of those without strength and not just please ourselves. Each of us 
is to please his neighbor for his good, his edification. For even Christ did not please himself. But as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. Verse 4, for whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction, so that through perseverance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. I use verse 4 all the time in our Bible studies because quite often people will say, well, why do we even need to study the Old Testament? We're a, we're a New Testament church. Why do we have to do that? Well, this verse right here tells us why. Because it says, whatever was written in earlier times, well, what's written in earlier times? Well, Paul's referring to the Scriptures. And the Scriptures, from Paul's perspective at that time, was the Old Testament. So these things were written for our instruction. They instruct us. And they show us some things that through perseverance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. We see perseverance in the scripture, particularly the Old Testament. And it's in this that we might have hope. Now listen to verse 5. Now, may the, may the God who gives perseverance and encouragement grant you to be of the same mind with one another According to Christ Jesus, there's the one another phrase again. So Paul is saying this, and he's starting to wrap up this letter a little bit. He says, may the God who gives perseverance, it is the Lord who gives us strength and perseverance. We can't do that in the flesh. You might be able to persevere for a moment, but then you're going to fail in the flesh. But the Lord gives perseverance, and the Lord gives encouragement. So he's saying, may the Lord God grant that we be of the same mind with one another, according to Christ Jesus. The same mind, does that mean that we have the same mind with each other? Well, there's an element of that. I think it's even stronger. <coughs> I think he's saying, may we have the same mind with one another according to Christ Jesus. We are one another according to Christ Jesus. We are one another in the Lord Jesus Christ. Father sent the Holy Spirit through Jesus to us to dwell in us that we are all one with God, Father, Son, Spirit. And if I am one with Father, Son, Spirit, and my brother here is one with Father, Son, Spirit, then we are one. Then why in the world should there be any division? See what I'm saying? He says, no, persevere in this. Encourage this, one another in this. Now, may the God who gives perseverance and encouragement grant you to be of the same mind with one another according to Christ Jesus, so that with one accord you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You hear what he's saying here? He's saying this whole one another thing. The reason that God has granted this is that we would be one in the Lord Jesus Christ in him and that we all with one accord, okay, each one of us with one accord, that we would be given glory to God, that we would glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The whole point and purpose behind the one another structure of the body is to bring glory to the Most High God. So what's the corollary of that? The corollary is if we do not do that, if we're not walking in one anotherness, is that a word? If we're not doing that, then we're not bringing glory to God. Romans 15, 1 through 6. 
Go back and read it this evening. Take it before the Lord. And let's just ask him, say, God, are there places where, where I'm not persevering, that I'm not of the same mind with one another according to you, and I'm seeking my own mind? If we will do this, and you notice how often one was uh, mentioned here, and how often one accord that that principle was pointed to, that's how the Lord has called us to glorify him. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you soon.